6: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I never considered myself a smoker, really. It was more of a social thing. I'd step outside with friends at the bar and have a few cigarettes. Sometimes I'd grab a pack and join co-workers on break. But one day I looked around and I wasn't just a social smoker. I was the only smoker. That was my reason for choosing Zinn nicotine pouches. Because I still enjoy nicotine. And now I can enjoy it around friends again, too. Find your reason at Zinn.com at ZYN.com.
4: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: You're in the mood for something delicious. Spicy. Savory. Sweet. The craving is real, but what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants. Thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply.
6: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. Week 13
2: is off and running. The Dallas Cowboys, well, it turned out lucky for them. and unlucky week 13 for the New Orleans Saints. One game in the books, 13 more to go. Get Mike Carmen on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. Not a great fantasy night for a lot of players. Tony Pollard had the big play. Taysom Hill, you could take some, you could leave some, depending on where you are. I know we're going to break down him in a bit, but Mike, a lot of the big names, maybe not coming up big that people were hoping for.
1: No, you were looking, if you're in a PPR league, C D Lamb got you where you needed to go, add that 33-yard lateral, that helps, uh, matters, but you know the Pollard run, otherwise he was Stopped up uh, Thursday night doing the show with Jason Smith, literally talking about how the run game had sputtered, right? Zeke Elliott had been bottled up. And at the time we were going and, and doing a, a quick review of the game, you, you, Pollard had six rushing yards, just like that. Snap the fingers and, and he's off to the races showing the explosiveness and why Dallas probably needs to look at him, you know, with the uh, lion's share of things uh, going forward, at least for the next couple of weeks. But that's a bigger point. You know, otherwise, you know, Dak wasn't super, wasn't spectacular. Uh, in fact, Pollard in most leagues outscored him with that touchdown Ooh. sprint. And then for New Orleans, as we talked about in the preview, you know, Tuesday morning's episode, who is who are you going to trust? Right, unless you were taking a flyer on Taysom Hill, there was nobody that was finding your lineup. So for fantasy purposes, you know, a lot of potential riches in Dallas, but so far spread out that you know you were nervous at best. And then for the Saints, it was one and done. While we await the return of Alvin Kamara,
2: Taysom Hill in the long term is just. Uh... I, I don't know because I don't know if you're going to get a game to play out like this, like this one did, where they needed to rely so much on him. Plus, you're going to get Alvin Kamara back at some point you would you would hope if you're a new orleans saints fan don't know how much of uh, he would take away from Taysom hill if uh, hill continues at the quarterback position from his rushing yards they've got the jets in week 14 then the buccaneers in week 15 and and the dolphins after that so while you do have a game against the jets where you're thinking like okay maybe there could be something there i just don't know how that game plays out i don't think it plays out like it did uh against dallas on thursday night i just i him. The the passing numbers are nice when you look at it from Taysom Hill, Mike. But a with gameplay, b with the one big play that the Saints had that really boosted Hill's passing yards. I'm just a little weary on Taysom Hill's long term future for the rest of the season, even if he's able to get some rushing yards.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, we we've talked about this for years. Of all right, can I bank on? I mean, in this case, it was a hundred yards rushing 75 of which came in that third quarter and he had 12 yards at halftime it's like all right and he looked like he was struggling to run all of a sudden he was running like he was uh you know, Eric Dickerson in his prime <laughs> uh, in, in the third quarter. So I was like, all right, I want what he's having. Uh, as he started to run through the defense, uh, did meet the wrong end of Micah Parsons a couple of times as the game went on. But, yeah, Kamara comes back, and it's that quandary we talked about of it becomes a problem for Kamara's red zone a bit availability, right, between Hill and then Mark Ingram when he's healthy. And likewise with Taysom Hill, you want to use Camara. He's your best talent on offense by a mile. So the running yards uh, week to week are going to be difficult, and the passing game. Look, Deontay Harris made a great play after the catch to take that seventy yards to yes. the house. I can't. I can't bank on that every week. I mean, I I just can't <laughs> yeah. looking at what that offense has been to date.
2: There's just I just. And the, and the the supporters for Taysom Hill and I'm not talking about football. I'm talking fantasy wise. Will say, well, he didn't have a rushing touchdown, which he likely will have at least sure, at some point. Sure, you'll find those. It, you know, it's just yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm talking myself into it after just being so. You know what? No, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay the keep away. If you're in a bad spot because there are buys in week fourteen, maybe you want to look at maybe you want to look at uh, Taysom Hill. For a play against the Jets But otherwise after that I'm going to stay away
1: Yeah Dan I, I think he's just becomes The the poster boy For I can have a really High ceiling it's like, it's like a stock There or maybe a cryptocurrency of like, Look I'm jumping in yeah. and, and maybe it goes to the To the moon right that Shiba Inu To the moon or, or It crashes and the bottom falls out and, and that's what it feels like for Taysom Hill's You know fantasy viability Right there's going to be a week or two here like you have a, a huge number again depending on how much you get dinged for the four interceptions and what most folks for fantasy purposes, you're like ah, I got my points I don't care if you actually watch the game you watched how terrible he was throwing the football
2: Yeah, and right? the, the interception well. to a
1: defensive lineman yeah. the interception <laughs> yeah. to digs was a terrible throw and the they were moving the ball really well at the end of the first half and he throws an interception a great catch but there were three defenders there. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What did who? Who did you think on your squad as a wide receiver was coming up with that ball?
2: Yeah, you just he leaves you scratching your head sometimes. That finger in that finger injury is not going to help him moving on. Taysom Hill, I just you're not going to get an endorsement from me after the Jets game in Week 14. I would stay away. That's just where I am. Same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. Just everybody saw it. It's just not there right now. Those are our takeaways from game one of week 13. There are 13 more to go, and let's move on to those, Mike. Again, you can get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike's going to give you the top five players at the quarterback running back and wide receiver positions for week 13. Let's start with the signal callers. Mike, your top five quarterbacks coming up this week.
1: Let's get it on. Remember, Green Bay, Cleveland, Carolina, Tennessee on the bye. We get it started. Tom Brady going up against Atlanta. Now, there have been a couple of duds two of the last three games on the road at Washington, at Indianapolis, 15 and 12 points scored uh, in your base leagues, respectively. But we've also had some monster performances. And week to week, Dan, I'm not sure what the motivation is for the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Yeah. I I mean, just
1: simply put.
2: What a blah season. Outside of Cordero Patterson's emergence, it's just been kind of, it's been, I shouldn't say kind of blah, it's been completely blah. Calvin Ridley's situation, our best to him, but that was unforeseen. Kyle Pitts had a couple of good games, and that was it. Yeah, just a blah season for the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Well, he he's going to become a guy that we, to point out, as we've done with running backs and wide receivers, that 1,000 yards isn't the proper benchmark anymore. No. Right in the way the game is played, because he's going to finish with a thousand receiving yards. But for one or two games, did he ever feel like he was, you know, a dominant player at the position, which is what a thousand yards by a tight end used to be? No, uh, he didn't. So, Brady up the top of the list. You got Patrick Mahomes going up against Denver. Denver's interesting. Fifth best against opposing quarterbacks, but you know, you raise the eyebrow. You saw this team starting to play smarter, better football, getting the running game going again. Darrell Williams has had a couple of games, but then you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, who came back before their bye week. So, maybe a little bit of mix, a little bit of balance, and and two weeks to, to prepare for this one. uh, It's a big spot for that Kansas City offense. Justin Herbert going up against Cincinnati, top quarterback the last four weeks overall. And Cincinnati, seventh best against quarterbacks, so a little counterintuitive, but between Austin Eckler, uh, Mike Williams with an asterisk next to him, uh, and Keenan Allen getting the job done as well as, you know, a varied cast. Guys you're not trusting for fantasy purposes, but who've been contributors for the Chargers on a spot basis. I think Herbert has himself a day this week.
2: An interesting slate of games in Week 13, division rivals, obviously facing off. You got a bunch of them throughout. You also have some games where you've got some good defenses going up against each other, just like you do in that AFC East showdown on Monday. But there's also an AFC North uh, showdown between the Ravens and Steelers, and you have Lamar Jackson there at number five. And I just the yeah. weather could be a little something. Could be yeah, having some rain in Pittsburgh uh, that day, but I just don't think it's going to be like their old matchups that they had a decade ago where they're banging each other's heads for 60 minutes. I think that you could see a little bit more offense because of some of the questions that we've had on defense. Not that we don't have questions about their offense. It's just not the defenses of old for these two rivals.
1: Yeah, leaky against big play opportunities. We've seen Baltimore rank among the the bottom teams in terms of big plays allowed all season long. Both teams got drugged by Cincinnati, so I don't know that that's the proper benchmark to any of this. T.J. Watt, questionable as to whether he'll play. Uh, last week didn't matter <laughs> as we watched that against Cincinnati, uh, Dan. But, yeah, Brady, Mahomes, Herbert, Kirk Cousins going up against the Detroit Lions, the fighting Campbells uh, at some point. They've got no fight line left in them do they uh and then lamar jackson coming in fifth
2: there it is your top five quarterbacks for week 13 let's get to the guys who run the football your top five running backs for the upcoming week
1: Start the list with a couple of guys looking for encore performances. Obviously, not going to get to the same level of heroics, but uh, Joe Mixon's been fantastic. Second best running back uh, over the last four games. You saw what he did against Pittsburgh. The workload the last two weeks, Dan, just really uh, out of character the way they'd run this offense and, and finally going through Joe Mixon as, as a runner and receiver. The touch count is really off the charts. And I like that they played bully ball. That was that was a really uh, interesting switch on things, given the explosiveness of that passing game to go back to to basics,
2: two straight weeks for Mixon, in the high 20s for carries. He appeared in the MVP pyramid in week one or after week one. He was back in it after week 12 because I think he is the reason that Cincinnati is now making that push. And I I agree with you. I think that that he will continue to be the bell cow as the, the Bengals try to make it back to the postseason
1: at Dan Byron Fox, at Swollen Dome, at Fox Sports Radio. You can find the pyramid at all those destinations. And of course, uh, Dan welcomes your commentary uh, and gifts uh, related to his MVP pyramid. Uh, Mix it atop the list. Leonard Fournette, the monster week last week. Uh, Let's do it again. Going up against Atlanta, uh, you're looking at a very, very generous defense right now. Uh, And for, for Leonard Fournette over the last four weeks you're looking at uh just a becoming a a safety you know security blanket just behind rob gronkowski at this point right in terms Mm -hmm. of a trust factor for tom brady uh number three jonathan taylor i don't know how much i need to say uh, other than this one's interesting to me because i do hang a star on it uh the last time i tried to take him in, out of the top five, uh, he embarrassed me with that five-touchdown performance, so I won't be so bold here. But I am curious about this game, Indianapolis and Houston. Uh, it's one of the, the games on the slate with a huge spread, right? Indy minus 10 on the road, 45 is your total. But the the gut says this one plays out in a strange fashion, Dan.
2: They always do. The Texans and Colts play some crazy games where something crazy will happen. Their first meeting, it was a 31-3 Colts victory. Nothing crazy there. So I expect something wacky to happen in Houston on Sunday.
1: Mixon, Fournette, Taylor. How about Antonio Gibson? Weeks ago, we were told, hey, he's got a problem with his shin. He's not going to be available. Well, he's been fantastic, and he's been everything you and I hyped him to be. Las Vegas, fifth worst against opposing running backs. Right now, Washington is an interesting team. We talked about the Cowboys a little bit, and we talked about their schedule coming up. Two of those final five games going up against Washington, uh, suddenly finding themselves in the the in-the-hunt listings uh, of all NFC playoff grids, uh, as we discussed on Tuesday's episode, Dan. Uh, And then I'll end my top five. We'll go on the other side. Out of that Cincy game and go to Austin Eckler. Yeah, he'll be a little better with the his hands. I, I think he got embarrassed a little bit on that ball that went for an interception. Uh, so better uh, this time around. Cincinnati has been alternately very stingy or very, very generous to opposing running backs. Uh, I'm thinking it's going the other way and we get some fireworks with Eckler out of the backfield this week.
2: Again, the NFC playoff graphic had fourteen teams either in a division lead wild card or in the hunt that left the Lions and the Seahawks as the only two teams that did not make the graphic. That went straight through my heart. Those are your top five running backs for Week 13. Do you have a
1: bonus running back for Week 13? Well, we've always got bonuses. You know me. I like to give very long lists. Uh, but Alexander Madison is a guy that is very curious to me uh, here with an opportunity to be uh, the the lead back with Dalvin Cook banged up. Detroit third most fantasy points allowed two running backs on a per game basis and as a runner and receiver when given the opportunity he's been fantastic and I think a guy looking to say hey I could lead a team I could lead a team eventually, uh, and I want to get paid. So uh, he shows out here because, again, the Vikings are part of that very large 14-team grid, Dan.
2: <laughs> they, they were in just like the Giants were. Like how – oh, that was so deflating. Like the Giants were even making the graphic. It was so, so sad when you are a Seahawks fan and that's the, the state of affairs. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's rough. Your for Bears being at the top the of the heap
1: all those years, Dan.
2: Yeah, I know. I
1: mean, I, as, as a guy who follows the Bears, and yeah, they've made the playoffs two of the last three years. But did you ever feel great about them? Nope. No. As of right now, I don't know what to expect. All I know is the one thing I've agreed with on Matt Nagy the whole whole time is that Andy Dalton should have been the starter, and it looks like we're going to get to see that again on Sunday against the Cardinals.
2: There could be some uh, weather in Chicago for that game. Yeah, my brothers
1: uh, with their little perch uh, yeah. where they get to seat to sit, <laughs> they'll go get a beer and just watch people, you know, get 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 a little nutty.
2: Those are your top six running backs for week 13. Let's go to the top five wide receivers you got coming up for the rest of the week.
1: All right, I was long winded there, so let's keep it short. Uh, Cooper Cup going up against Jacksonville. Uh, every once in a while, he'll betray you with a drop and, and it feel like it rips your heart out, just like Dan with those, uh, grids for the NFC. Uh, but against Jacksonville, the opportunities will be plentiful for him to try, especially in your PPR league. Come on, he's gold. Uh, Jamar Chase going up against the Chargers, looking for the passing attack. Yeah, Mixon's gonna have his day, but I think Joe Burrow does, uh, as well. Tyreek Hill going up against Denver. It only takes one. That's all you got to say. It's like the lottery, right? The state lottery. It only takes one. Uh, There you go. Uh, Godwin going up against Atlanta. No, Antonio Brown. We're not going to belabor the point here. Uh, But with Rob Gronkowski back, the offense churning uh, between he, Leonard Fournette, and obviously uh, Godwin as a red zone threat and can uh, give you a little bit of yak. And and then finally, we will look at scary Terry McLaurin. Going back to that game against the Vegas Raiders, to me, one of the most interesting Interesting games on the slate for week
2: 13 a rematch of Super Bowl 18 in that Washington Raiders game and Mike I have said I believe on this podcast that I believe that the the best-looking Super Bowl appearance wise with the colors with the uh, uh, with the jerseys helmets uniforms the end zones best-looking one Super Bowl 22 Washington and Denver on a grass field in San Diego, just absolutely perfect. They're just bright and beautiful. There is also something to the Washington. Raiders Super Bowl that I mentioned, Super Bowl 18, Marcus Allen, the MVP. But there was just something about the the bright yellow of Washington, the silver and black of the Raiders. Again, Grassfield, I believe that one was played in Tampa. And there was just something about that, one of the better-looking Super Bowls uh, that I can remember.
1: I dig that. And I think I, I once you finish your helmet quest, I think I have a new one for you. Oh really? The ticket market, right? The memorabilia mm-hmm. market we've talked about a lot, trading cards, uh and obviously autograph materials whatever. But now the ticket market has become an interesting uh phenomenon, right? Cuz now we don't have paper tickets for many things, right? Some concerts you may get a stub. I got one for the Stones show I went to in LA here uh last month and that was just fantastic. So I I cherish that. My brothers went to a Guns N' Roses concert at Wrigley Field and based on the seats they bought, they got a paper ticket. But generally, you know, everything is all right, scan your phone on the way in. Well, companies are popping up and you'll have commemorative tickets stuff in, in coming soon, but for those historic things, there's been a, a greater appreciation and a return to yesteryear. So, how about a Super Bowl ticket for every one of the Super Bowls played?
2: Wow, that would be that actually would be pretty crazy.
1: That cuz they they the grading companies have gotten involved, but like right now I, I own shares in one of these, you know, partial assets, you know, kind of things, alternative investments. I own shares in the Wilt Chamber 100 point game a ticket from that. Oh really? And I bought an NFT, and it looks really cool, and whatever. But like, you know, Tom Brady early games, Michael Jordan early games, Super Bowl games—you know, things that have milestones. All right, Kobe's eighty-one. Uh, there's a m- bigger marketplace, and for the Super Bowl tickets, I mean, a lot of them get discarded. Yeah. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming?
6: Terms and conditions apply
1: or, you know, find themselves in, you know, something that ends up at a thrift store. So I, I unfortunately at some point, one of my many moves, uh, my box of ticket stubs from my youth uh, got displaced. But this might be a project for you. So I I and maybe I'll I'll help you along. I I know I at least have one from the uh game in Dallas a, a few years back.
2: Okay, there there's one of one of 55.
1: Hey, the long road begins with the first step, Dan.
2: <laughs> I, I do have my credentials for a bunch of uh for a bunch of them. Actually, I have them for for all of them. One one other note about the Washington uh uh Washington Raiders Super Bowl that was mm-hmm. in the uh the uh, early 1980s you talk about collecting in 1982 washington's logo at that time it was their former nickname and the logo was different because the feathers that were on the logo actually
1: curved
2: around the circle uh, of the uh logo yes and didn't drop straight down it was only one year they had that i don't know why it was that one year but in the helmet collecting world that is also one of those hidden gems where there's a, a, a different, the 1982 Washington helmet, uh, different than the, you would think it would be the same, but actually the feathers end up curving around the circle of the logo. Yeah.
1: Dan, I am so happy that you're as big a nerd as I am.
2: <laughs> we're we're
1: nerds. Nerds, <laughs> we, nerds. We are, nerds. but we can give some good advice and make you laugh and think along the way.
3: Hey singles, do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work so you have all the fun on your schedule. Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com this is the sound of your single life this is the sound of your single life with events and adventures this is the sound of your single life with events and adventures our members live a single life they love with exciting events every night Events and Adventures provides an easy, relaxed environment to meet new people and find that someone special. Start enjoying the sounds of your new single life. Get started today at eventsandadventures.com.
4: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: You're in the mood for something delicious. Spicy. Savory. Sweet. The craving is real, but what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants. Thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum.
4: Terms apply. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: Craving inspiration for next year's beach trip with amex platinum it's never too soon to start thinking about your next vacation with over 1200 fine hotels and resorts properties to choose from and more perks to make your stay even better the daydreaming never stops oh where were we ah travel perks one of the many reasons you're with amex platinum visit americanexpresscom slash with platinum terms apply
2: Uh, Let's go to the hot plays. We'll move off of mini helmets and ticket stubs and get you your hot plays for week 13 in the NFL. Hot plays. Guys, that may not be in the top five, but guys, you got to get in the lineup.
1: Yeah, if I'm going to dial up Gibson and McLaurin, then give me Taylor Heineke as well. He's been playing some pretty good football, getting some support of the defense. And let's face it, the Las Vegas Raiders will give you opportunities to make plays downfield. And with Logan Thomas back in the mix as well, I I feel like you've got an opportunity here for Heineke to have himself a day. Miles Gaskin, uh, as you were talking about with the workload for Joe Mixon, well, much the same for Gaskin in Miami, finally committing to him opportunity against the Giants. He's got four touchdowns his last four games. Uh, Let's try to make it five for five. And then I start thinking five for five. I start thinking Arby's roast beef sandwiches or a satchel (laughs) of sliders from White Castle. Now I'm getting hungry. Uh, James Robinson banged up, but against the Rams. Uh, When you commit to the run against the Rams, good things have happened for teams throughout this season, going all the way back to week one uh, with the Chicago Bears uh, averaging what they did on the ground. Uh, Brandon Ayuk going up against Seattle where you have no Debo Samuel means opportunities targets touches specifically carries uh, when you talk about replacing Debo Samuel maybe some more bubble screens in the mix as well but an opportunity knocks and then Marquise Hollywood Brown on the fringe of the WR ones early WR twos uh, at least where I sit uh, with that game against Pittsburgh 44 is the total Baltimore favored by four and a half, One of those that's a Curious line, you know, watching them eke out a couple of wins, right? The games against the Browns and the Bears, uh, and then going back to getting blown out by the Bengals, just like the Steelers did. Yet some. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the
8: Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
6: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Now four and four-and-a-half-point favorites. They really hate Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> at this point. Uh, but for the Ravens looking to get right uh, against that secondary, and again, potentially with no T.J. Watt, uh, you're looking at Ed Brown has had double-digit targets in four straight games. So all we can promise you and hope for here in the analysis is opportunity. What they do with it, hey, that's why they play the games.
2: Those are your hot plays for week 13. There's always the other side of things. The guys you want to stay away from, you don't want to look at, you don't want in your lineup. Cold sores for week 13 in the NFL.
1: Well, let's go big game hunting right off the jump. In, in a Monday night battle, and it's going to be awful hard to displace Josh Allen, but I have the wringing the of the hands, right? The guillotine league I talk about. I've got to choose between Allen and Herbert for this week. Mm-hmm. I you think I'm going go the other way. Uh, so I'm taking Allen, and I'm taking Stephon Diggs with him. Why? Because they try to take away, and we know New England uh, will do their best to take away your best weapon. And if someone else is going to beat you, so be it. Stephon Diggs is that guy. Still back end number one, but one that I'm not looking for the huge fireworks from. Likewise, Josh Allen. This is, I think this one gets into a, uh, a really fun, grinded-out game that we just get some popcorn and enjoy it here for fantasy purposes. I I don't know how much I want to dive deep into that game, Dan. Uh, Cordero Patterson going up against Tampa. Vita Vea and company. This is where Patterson's acumen as a receiver, as we've seen on display at times throughout the year, comes into into play, where I think that's going to be the saving grace to keep him as a mid-number two for you this week. Uh, Maybe back-end depending on your individual situation, but all the you know the train of all right. This guy's leading me to the promised land. Nah, I think this is where it gets derailed. Uh, and that diamond in the rough. Uh, well, it ends up just being uh, a brown stone. Sorry, I was watching <laughs> beautiful girls, an old old movie. Um, Devonte Freeman going up against Pittsburgh. While there may be some points in this one, uh, his inconsistency in the ground game and you're basically wishing, wanting, hoping that he's going to find the end zone. He does that very irregularly. So uh, I will uh, divest myself of the the opportunity of playing him. Look, double-digit touch count might still force his way into your lineup but I'm not expecting much here. And then finally, even though the Chargers and, and Bengals may light up the scoreboard, Mike Williams is a guy that is very difficult Proposition just for psychological reasons. You probably want to bench him given what you've seen one touchdown since week five, uh, six or fantasy points or fewer in five of his last six games. This is where I, I'm looking for one of those tertiary receivers uh, with the chargers to come up and give you a big effort, uh, but trying to figure out which one it is.
2: Good luck. Having Mike Williams on your team in previous years was a headache because he was always hurt. I think he's yeah. more of a headache this year because you just have no idea what to expect when he's playing. Because there were some big games that he had in the first third of the season. Those games have been very few and far between since. So you're, it's, it was almost easier knowing that he was hurt, that you, you didn't have to put him in your lineup then to put him in your lineup and just hope for the best.
1: Oh yeah, he was huge to start the season. It's like, all right, he's finally the guy yeah. cuz you're starting to talk about contracts, you're starting to talk about long term and all this other and now it's like, okay, we're back to Keenan Allen is elite and yes. stats for days.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that that is the story with Mike Williams once again. Those are your cold sores. for week 13
8: We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires.
6: There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage... You'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just a click away at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
7: Tested positive for COVID-19? You have options. The Active Six Study is researching existing medications to learn if they may also help people with COVID feel better faster. The best part? You can participate from the comfort of your own home. We'll send medications to you, and you'll take online surveys from your couch. Learn how you can quarantine and take part in much-needed COVID research, all at the same time. Visit researchfromhome.org. That's researchfromhome.org.
2: One more category to hit:
8: Fantasy Ninja.
2: The guys that may be hidden plays that aren't as obvious. Your Fantasy Ninjas for Week 13.
1: Because I like to bang the drum for the little guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Because life's been hard for. Well, I, look, it's been difficult. I, you know, he gets a lot of criticism, but uh, I'd I'd love that hair. Oh, I'd love that hair uh, <laughs> and the lifestyle of the quarterback, formerly of the Patriots, now ruling in San Francisco. And one of my bold proclamations of the year was on the it's on the grid there in the Fox Sports Radio studios that he would not be deposed. Opportunity here against your Seahawks, Dan. How it comes to fruition, I don't know, but I'm looking for two fifty-two and maybe a little work on the ground, uh, as we know they they love to go to work there in San Francisco and cruising along right now jamal williams going up against minnesota uh 83 total yards on 20 touches against the bears and with swift banged up uh opportunity knocks and we know this he runs violently so, you mm-hmm. know, Kyle Brandt, who does the angry runs, he's just going to do a montage of Jamal Williams. Um, Terod Taylor, back to the quarterback position against Indianapolis. Uh, they are given up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and he's got back-to-back top 15 finishes. So we talked about a little bit of chaos potential in this game. Uh, so he and Brandon Cooks make the list. Sony Michelle against Jacksonville. Why? Because Daryl Henderson is still banged up. And eventually Sean McVay is going to look in the mirror and say, what made me successful? Running the football. Ball. the threat of the run and play action passes helped Boom. make me who I am. And while Sony Michelle is not a guy I want running the ball 20 times a game, double digit t- touches with a couple of targets uh, against the Jaguars is what just what the doctor ordered. Uh, and then we've got a, a couple of longer plays at wide receiver uh, to finish up quick. Uh, Josh Reynolds going up against Minnesota. Uh, he shows up in Detroit Just throw it up, see if he can make a play. The other, Russell Gage from Atlanta against Tampa. And this is more just a, all right, 50.5 or 51 is your total in the over-under, Dan. Tampa Bay minus 11, uh, as you and I record. Um... 15 targets the last two games and at a 50.5 that's assuming that someone from Atlanta is going to score and if I told you it's not going to be Cordero Patterson damn it it's got to be Russell Gage <laughs> it's got it's
2: got to be it's somebody gotta be. in Atlanta it's got to be someone in Atlanta I got to check out that documentary they did on the 91 Falcons I think it's on Ooh. YouTube yeah, okay. Jerry Glanville and yeah, that'll that'll really get you going for some uh, good Falcon throwback. Because uh, I'd rather talk about the 91 Falcons than the 2021 Falcons.
1: There's no question. He's You know, he was one of my early partners in media. Oh, really? I did a TV show, uh, short-lived. It was on the Football Network. We were on Spike TV when it was infomercials, Baywatch, and Us. Okay. (laughs) And so it was a fantasy show. Well, it was a football show, and they'd bring me in to do the fantasy stuff. I showed up twice in an episode, and I'd always give a uh – Sleeper and one of the greatest sleeper picks ever was the week where uh, Jerome Bettis had five carries for one yard and three touchdowns. He was my sleeper that week. Uh, and so they were like, How would you figure that out? I'm like, I don't know. Goal line touches. I rolled the dice and I won. But he was always uh, just fascinated by my cheekbones. Kept asking me if I'd done any kind of uh, ancestry kind of stuff. This is before ancestry.com and, and whatever else. But uh-huh. they'd beam me in a couple of times. We got to meet up. Uh, they filmed out a baton rouge and and we had we had dinner a couple times a couple of flights together where we just he was just telling me stories just uh kind man uh to me and uh earliest memories and what was funny was that was announced and they were in negotiations for a bunch of bunch of things including uh some portion if not all of the the nfl films catalog to program 24 hours a day and what do you know hey the nfl we'd like to announce we're launching a new network (laughs) all right you go find programming somewhere else after all the money you've spent uh trying to put this thing together (laughs) so it was short-lived we didn't even get to the fantasy playoffs but it was a good run
2: did he uh, did he leave a, a a seat for Elvis at the table for you guys when you we went did have seat?
1: extra space next to us okay. I don't remember if there was an empty seat but we talked about some of that stuff me being a big Elvis fan as well so. Yeah, Jerry Glanville. I, I actually have a a little stack of note cards that I've been working on that I want to get out for the holidays, and I actually wrote one to him. So, oh, nice. uh, well, you know what? It's it's been a weird couple of years, Dan, as you well know. A lot of highs in our lives, uh, some some you know unfortunate occurrences given COVID and just growing older. You know, uh, family and friends and and certainly in the media, we've been hit hard with a lot of this stuff. So part of it was the not quite Jimmy Fallon, but, you know, the thank you notes for being part of the journey and all. And, and, you know, I don't know. I I got soft, I guess, for a bit. So I started scrolling them. So I've got to finish
2: well, you're a much better man than me because I'm way behind on, on any of that.
1: Well, otherwise, I could just write C in hell, but yeah. I mean, which, <laughs> which is on brand for me. But, uh, you know, depending on the mood, you might take that wrong.
2: Oh man. All right. <laughs> We're hitting the home stretch here. I got to give you one reason to start and one reason to bench a guy. I'm going to tell you to start Jack Doyle tight end. Nice. Indianapolis Colts in that game against the Texans. Doyle's numbers, as I told you on the last podcast, have gotten better. In fact, his best game was the last one that just played against the Buccaneers, but I say start him touchdowns in three of his last five. Let's see Jack Doyle get in the end zone again. And I'll give you one reason to bench Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the quarterback in uh, the reason, have you seen any of the last three games? That would be the reason that you could bench Russell Wilson. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. The real reason, numbers wise, are to give you a tidbit San Francisco is back to grinding the clock. There is no worse team uh, in the NFL in terms of time of possession for an offense than Seattle. The Seahawks cannot stay on the field. To make matters worse, their defense can't get off the field. This is a prime opportunity for the 49ers to hold the football for a good 40 minutes against the Seahawks on Sunday in Seattle and trying to avenge a loss earlier this season. I think the tough times for Russell Wilson continue in Week 13. So Russell Wilson should be on your
1: bench. Just want to reach out and give him a big old hug right now. Uh, But Jack Doyle, to me, sounds like a guy who should have his own spy series.
2: (laughs) because Jack it's like Jack Ryan a little Doyle. bit but it's more yeah. of a yeah spin off that way and and honestly i think a lot of people are benching russell wilson so maybe i'm telling people something that they already know but uh i just yeah it's going i think it's going to be a tough go for them on sunday well All right. if you
1: look at the industry consensus just not to belabor the point too much he's still a back end qb1 for most
2: yeah, like, if you well, look at overall rankings. Are, yeah, most are wrong. So, I don't know. Well, what he, he and DK
1: about. Metcalf are being paired as if they were still the guys you knew.
2: Yeah. Do your job, people. I mean, I mean there's no way. There's, there's no way you can start them. There's no way. There's. I mean, there's – you could go off there, – there's just – Jalen Hurts is healthy, you're starting him even if Josh Allen's going up against New England, you're starting him. Kirk Cousins, you're starting him. You're starting Derek Carr. You might as well, You're playing Taylor Heineke this week. You're playing Patrick Mahomes. Like, look at look where we're going to. You know, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it, Mike. There's no way. Well, you Well, folks play him right uh, now.
1: don't want to let go of uh, of history. I mean, that's part of the big thing in the holiday season, right? Having warm remembrances of the past, but sometimes you got to let go.
2: Yeah, you do. Got to let go
1: new traditions, Dan.
2: And sometimes you got to have guts about guys. You can't just put them all in the same group. All right, enough of my venting. Three-point conversion time. Let's wrap this up. I'll make mine quick. I think the points of Palooza Heard a lot of guys from this game in your rankings, and I think that it's warranted. Chargers, Bengals, that's your points of Palooza for Week 13. And then my other two points actually come from the same game. Andy Reid coming off of a bye. 19-3 in his career in the regular season. Chiefs are coming off of a bye as they host Denver on Sunday night. And the other part of it is Javante Williams could be having his coming out party. Melvin Gordon, 50-50, according to Vic Fangio, dealing with a shoulder injury, dealing with a hip issue. So Melvin Gordon's status for that Sunday night game in Kansas City could be up in the air, and he may not be able to go. And if that's the case, then Javante Williams really has his opportunity to shine with the backfield to himself.
1: Well, I would love to see him get a little bit of that red zone work. So, you know, those that have been uh, that had the lottery ticket of Williams, you know, not that you wish ill on Melvin Gordon, but you'd like to see what he could do with the full 20 touches, right? Because the explosiveness has been there. And then you've seen Gordon come in and take away those red zone opportunities. I'll stay with that game uh, and stay with that offense uh, of looking at Kansas City 10 point favorites. 47 is the total. But Teddy Bridgewater. Not that he's going to put up huge, gaudy numbers, but between Williams and all those receiving options, what is the Kansas City defense reality? Right? Because terrible to start the season, hit a stretch uh, of games right before the bye, where it's like, all right, they're coming around. It's like all right, I'd like to see a little longer sample size, please, uh, before I'm ready to buy. So Teddy B, not that I'm putting a, a big bet on him, but that's a daily play. You're going to get him at rock-bottom value uh, and maybe with some tremendous upside uh, if they can open some things up. Uh, Alexander Madison, going back to our discussion of the running backs, look, he's a guy that maybe, again, go into the lottery tick kind of ticket kind of proposition of you've been stashing him away, waiting for that opportunity to start. Maybe he's flexed out for you a couple of times. Dalvin Cook isn't there. So the opportunity against a bad Detroit run defense is certainly there. And he's acquitted himself quite nicely as a pass catcher in the past. So opportunity knocks for Alexander Madison. Include all lyrics and and parody songs from (laughs) Hamilton, if you want, at Swollen Dome. And finally, uh, just the curiosity of what Arizona is, right? One, two of three ahead of the bye week. No Kyler Murray. Congratulations, Colt. McCoy for a job well done and that's why you keep collecting checks uh, after all these years but both Murray and Hopkins returning for a game against Chicago as we've talked about maybe some weather in that one Dan but I don't know what to expect is Murray right, or did they just decide, all right, you have to be good enough because Green Bay has now been winning, and we need to make sure that mm-hmm. we're still in position for that home. Whatever home field advantage is, really the only advantage is the bye week. And- so we'll see uh, what they come out with. But this is one where, and it's not a homerism thing at all. I don't know what the Bears' effort will be. You know, coming out uh, all after the the win over Detroit, and still fighting. Even if Justin Fields isn't one hundred percent, so many people still want him in. Uh, There was a report that you know George McCaskey ordered the code red uh, when Matt Nagy wanted to keep playing Andy Dalton and bring Fields along slowly. Like there's there's just all of this noise, so you don't know what you're going to get. But defensively, can they have one effort, particularly if the, the elements help them, to where it slows down Arizona? And so I think people are trying to jam those options, James Conner among them, you know, very high into the rankings, assuming that the it's business as usual. And I just, I don't know. This is one where, I, yes, you play them, but if you got lower totals, than expectations, and, and I mean by a lot, I would not be shocked.
2: Weather will be a factor. Uh, That is for sure. No Chase Edmonds uh, for Arizona in Week 13 as he remains out. All right, there it is. We have got you set for Week 13. We hope it's lucky for you. If you want to reach out on Twitter again, get Mike at Swollen Dome. You can find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. And for Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Beyer. This has been I Want Your Flex. We will talk to you on the other side of Week 13.
8: We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at FloodSmart.gov wildfires.